Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Trips to the right side. Here comes pressure. Baker Mayfield steps up. Goes away. It's a caught ball. Inside the 30. Outside the numbers. David Moore to the 20. David Moore to the 15. Moore still on his feet to the 5. To the 3. Touchdown Tampa Bay. Touchdown Tampa Bay. Fire them cannons. Bucks win, Bucks win. Bucks radio with the call. They will go visit Detroit in the NFC East, representing again. Sean, RJ, and our Cowboys insider Bobby Belt on DFW Sports Station 105.3. The fan, thanks for being a Tolo, y'all. That stands for turn it on, leave it on 32-9 as the Eagles end their season, losing six of their last seven. I asked this at 5.30 to Choppy. I'll ask... Bobby and Pepe, does this make you feel better about the Cowboys' loss? Did taking that in, Bobby, I know it makes you feel better about my bet payoff Friday at 720. Oh, yeah, I love that. Uh, but does this does this ease the Cowboy embarrassment? Uh, no, I mean, it's still embarrassing. It's still completely awful. Um, what it does, though, is you already had happened to you what happened to you. So, like, that's already done and gone so why not just take enjoyment out of the eagles suffering well like to me it's really basic the eagles winning or losing your your fate's already been sealed so why not get a little happiness out of it get a little dopamine hit on a monday night watching that team suffer watching them implode watching their quarterback refuse to endorse the idea of the head coach coming back watching those players just refuse to tackle and give up in a way that that you did similarly i think that all of that's very enjoyable and you can take it as its own separate thing. Like, you can have a bad day and then still come home and eat a bowl of ice cream and feel good about the bowl of ice cream. Or cereal. Sure, yeah. yeah. And now the race could be on. The head coaching watch is on for Nick Sirianni and Mike McCarthy. Dan Orlovsky tweeted, I do not believe the decisions by Jerry Jones or Howie Roseman are difficult. Football-wise, it's obvious what they both have to do. And that is Orlovsky suggesting, I believe that both coaches need to be replaced. So our big decision yesterday was whether we spy on Filthy or not, given what happened to us. And RJ Choppy, yesterday on the show, you had a very strong opinion. I feel it's, it's a little disingenuous, I think, of us to do that. I, I love, you know, I love seeing when they're they're losing their minds. Yeah. But uh, it's, it, I don't know, it just feels, it feels dirty. Feels dirty. Like we're gonna we're gonna make fun of them for doing the same thing we did. Okay, but I am a man of the people and a hypocrite. Absolutely. <laughs> and if the, if the people say they want to spy, then I I will I will look. I am not one to turn down a laugh. Eighteen hundred 
Tolos voted. Roberto, where do you stand on this? I mean, I'm pro spying because, look, it, it, it went poorly for the Cowboys. That sucks. Um, but, you know, we, we've got to take something else. We've got to take solace in something. So I think uh, being able to laugh at it without being like, ha, look at those pitiful losers. We're not there. It's more just like, ha, suckers, look, you're right here with us. That's how I think you have to view it. As long as you're viewing it with the full recognition that you two are pathetic, it's okay to listen to it and laugh. Pepe? Yeah, I'm right that right in there with Bobby and RJ. I'm man of the people. If they want it, we're going to do it. And, I mean, look, it's we, we, we have other audio, from not from just Philly, radio that's out there that's really good. Fans reacting as golden audio, as always. But, I mean, if it's really funny, we'll play it. But we're not, we're not just going to play something of some bad take here and there. Because, you know, I've listened to them for, you know, a good hour or so. And they're depressed. They're, they're upset. You know, I mean, they want Sirianni gone. They want Jalen Hurts gone. But it's nothing crazy right now that's stuck out to me. So we're at 51 versus 49 amongst 1,900 votes. 51-49. So what we'll do is not a... That's in the margin of error. So you're within the margin of error, so you can theoretically go with either side. Okay. Well, we're not going to go a full-blown spy. Since it's 50-50, we'll play like two clips. Play like two or three clips. And is this Gilly DeKing? Jilly DeKing? Is this like the new? Is this who you sent with the helmet on? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the helmet guy. You're looking at me saying, I don't know. You sent I, 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 I didn't see his. I didn't pay attention to his name. He's just an idiot. All right, which one's funnier? Gilly DeKing, helmet guy, or the one tired of Sirianni, or WIP? Oh, Gilly's funny. Gilly goes off for a good minute here. All right, this guy, I was laughing in tears in the commercial yeah, break. Yeah, good. I was laughing in tears. This guy puts on, I don't know whether this is a bit, he puts on like this little mini, those old school mini those helmets. Those small mini helmets. <laughs> probably has no padding in it. And he's just, I mean, he Full looks. Jack Youngblood helmets. Yeah, and he looks hilarious. And here he is last night after Filthy got eliminated. Take my loss on the chin like a man. Quez Watkins, man, it ain't personal, man. But you ain't shit, man. You got to get the f*** out of here, man. <laughs> Motherfucker, Bradbury, I asked you, is you ready, man? You looked me in my motherfucking eyes and said you was ready. I didn't know what you was talking about. You was ready to go to on vacation. The f*** is going on, man? You supposed to be f***ing elite. I'm done, man. I'm <laughs> done, man. I can't believe this shit, man. Y'all got f***ing Baker f***ing Mayfield. Baker f***ing Mayfield. He been on f***ing 14 f***ing teams in three and a half months. Y'all got this looking like Tom Brady and Roger Staubach and f***ing Joe Montana, man. Okay, the reason, that, the reason that's so good, it's legit. Like, yeah, you know, or at least I'm falling for it. Like, uh, like he's truly TikTok. And when you watch it, you can tell it's legit. It's not one of these fake TikTok things and bits. For- it's Bassick energy. It's it's a genuine, like, Mike Bassick type of reaction. Mike just texted me at 801. Just woke up. What have you been talking about? Football, uh, Mike. Uh, <laughs> well, they might leave with Mavericks. Who knows? Uh, they got a nice win yesterday <laughs> yeah, afternoon. So that guy is furious. Uh, how about the Sirianni one or WIP, Pepe? You go ahead and pick from there. Oh, let's do Sirianni. All right, this is uh, a, an Eagle fan who's just sick and tired of the raccoon. Better that they lost. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. I sent this. I sent this. This is one of the Barstool guys who's an Eagle fan, and he's just sitting there on the couch. They do these live, you know, video streams, and he's just saying this is just better off. This is just better off that they're put out of their misery to get rid of Sirianni. Better that they lost. Now I don't have to watch this 
coach ever again. I don't want to look at his face ever again. His stupid face and his stupid sayings. He's so corny. He's so cheesy. He's such a loser. And I never, ever, ever want to hear from him again. It's good. It's good that they lost. This guy sucks. <laughs> it is. It is good that they lost. They can go ahead and reset, clean house. And start all over again, and then yeah. they'll probably be Super Bowl contenders in two years. Two again, years, anyway. that's, that's their mo. I, I've, I've, I wonder: are all the barstool guys like bits? They're all like they all take the most emotional fan side of it that there possibly could be. All of them when they do their little, they they all do their watch party, and they've got that one fan that's he's a designated fan speaking for the entire fan base. Right. He's mm-hmm. always this unhinged, yeah, like. Six weeks ago, they all said about Sirianni, well, we love that he's like this because we're the we love that we're the only ones that like him. Yeah. We love that. Yeah. And now they hate it. It's crazy. It's nuts. What a crazy turnaround. But can't you change? Can't you evolve not six on weeks. it? Why you not? You can't change in six weeks. It, the, the quickest way to evolve and like just say, get the hell out of here is if you oversee 53 people turning on you at once. That that usually indicates like, oh, it something's does. wrong with it. It would have to be that bad if that is what yeah. happened behind the scenes, and it sounds like it did. Pepe, final clip. Yeah, this is from 94 WIP in Philadelphia, the morning show there. This is a host going off on James Bradbury. We talked about the poor tackling all season and really, you know, yesterday throughout the last end of the season for the uh, Eagles. The hosts are going off of them. They want James Bradbury out of the city completely. I think James Bradbury might have played the worst game, a worst <laughs> playoff game by an Eagles defensive player I've ever seen oh. in my life. There's no question. I joked, cut him at halftime. I wasn't joking. He should have been cut at half. Like, get him out of the locker room. Kick him out of the stadium. That was because it wasn't just bad. He wasn't just bad. He didn't try. There was no effort. Like, he had two missed tackles that led to touchdowns. Like, get out of my city. Join Nick Sirianni. Get him out of my city. Get out of the city. I put on from a second. I do like the the immediate, like, I joked at halftime. I wasn't joking. It's like, well, okay, so were you joking? Was it a joke or were you not joking? They're all the, they are so unhinged out there every time that they fall apart. But this is, I feel like they've been resigned to the fact that they're terrible. Yeah. Like they had, the, the mm. thing that hit us in the face was we didn't see it coming. I feel like they've spent the last three weeks going like, yeah, this is not going to end Which well. means that if, that, that, that he didn't, he got fired in three weeks. Who? Like if 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 the whole thing ended with Sirianni, because yeah. he didn't it didn't happen yesterday, it happened for there was they were they've been talking about this for four weeks. They've been talking about this since they were ten and three. Well, the team is going to say we fired you for the last seven weeks. No, no, no like, I know, but like like the you, fans have been have been this has kind of been building yeah. since they they were ten and three, right? Like before Christmas, right? Which makes it which means that you went from being ten and one. To losing back-to-back games to, hey, this guy needs to go. Like, what? That's quick. Well, it's because, to Bobby's credit, and it's because they knew what we said about, like, the Vikings and Giants last year. They knew it was fool's gold. Like, they, they're like, this is fluky. If you actually watch every snap from beginning to end, we're skating by. And there was two ways to go with that argument. You're champions, and you just find a way. Or it was fluky, and it turned out to be fluky. What is up with RG3 and Jay Gruden? Jay Gruden, the former coach of the Commanders, John's brother, he'll he'll be opinionated on social media. Jay was watching the game last night, and he tweeted this. If I ever put a quarterback through what Philly is putting Jalen through, I apologize. Pick up a blitz. RG3. 
in D.C., of course, put his glasses down, looked at the camera and wrote, say what? Like, you did that to me. And Jay Gruden wrote back, you weren't prepared, Robert. And RG3 wrote back, you told me you didn't know how to coach a quarterback who could throw and run like me. So it looks like you weren't prepared, Jay. Whoa. Then my guy, Brian Mitchell, all-time punt returner, who I did weekends with in D.C. Well, B. Mitch wrote, are you serious, Jay Gruden? Dude, please just effing disappear. (laughs) Jay wrote back, you are a punt returner. Be quiet. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he sunned him by he, he sunned he him by position. Sunned him by position. He sunned him by position. And Brian Mitchell, who I would never want to oh, get in a tussle with Brian Mitchell, dude. Ever. No. Nope. He is feisty. Why are you talking like you know Brian Mitchell? Like because that? I have gotten to know Brian Mitchell. They have me on all the time. I know JP Finley. That's his co-host. We talked to him out there at the Super Bowl. I have. B. Mitch. Well, I didn't take away my. My yeah. name drop. Yeah. B. Mitch, B. Mitch said, I was way better at my job than you ever were. So that is a three-way match. It's a three-way. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a three-way, a triple threat between RG3, Jay Gruden, and Brian Mitchell. And Brian Mitchell. And this is a day I, after I, uh, RG3 said they didn't, he, the Cowboys needed to fire McCarthy and go hire Dion. Not aware at all, Dion just went 1-8 and eight in the Pac-12. Like, it's a great idea. Let's bring him in, man. Man, I wrote. Uh, I, I liked it at first, but I found my. I, I rolled my eyes at RG three. Yes, I. I. I've. I ultimately find myself rolling my eyes at him a lot. Yeah, he's. I find him like to be off putting. Like I. I just think he's and he memes himself. Like he'll post when something something something. Like you know when you see this is and then he'll post a picture of himself just like looking like he creates memes of himself. It's just a little little bit of a navel gaze. I don't love it. A what? A navel gaze. Like, he's just self-important. Oh, yeah. Like, looking at his belly button? Mm-hmm. Is that a thing? People just stare at their own belly button? Google navel gaze. What if you have an Audi? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> then you can see it easier, I would hey, guess. Live on the fan cam, Twitch, and YouTube. We'll go below the belt because Jerry Jones is not coming on. We'll remind you why coming up at 840. But uh, we got two other dramatic stories in the world of sports. Tony Dungy and Bobby Belt getting attacked by the Swifties and the Jerry Krause story in Chicago. I may get attacked for my opinions on this next on The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And there's a battle for the ball. Lively has it back. Hardaway. Are you kidding me? Timmy has given Dallas the lead. Wow. What a call from Followell on Bally. They get the five-point win over the New Orleans Pelicans and... He dropped 40. He dropped 42 to be exact. Kyrie dropping 40-plus as well. First pair of Mavericks to drop 40 in these, actually the second ever to do it in the same game. And Kyrie, the seven-game homestand, they didn't have Luka last night, 34-7-6 and six on the homestand. Mm. He shot 50% from the field, 46 from three, 89 from the line, and the Mavs went five and two at the double AC. He is, uh, he's a wizard, man. He really is. Like, that dude's fun to watch. Um, there's, it, it makes you wonder. Like, I, I, you could totally see how teams just continue to bring him in. Man, it makes you wonder, like, how, like, what is the level that you put up with for him? Cause it is, you, he is so special. He's the as a player. first player in NBA history to score 40 or more with three different teammates. LeBron, That's wild. LeBron, Luka, and Hardaway. The first one in NBA history to score 40 or more with three different teammates. That is kind of wild. And he is on just this, like, crazy run now over the last five games because it's like 33 points minimum in each of the last five games. The shooting percentage is way up. He's shooting 45% from three. Obviously, the three-point shot wasn't falling like you wanted earlier in the year. But everything is just moving really efficiently, yeah. and they found this rhythm with Kyrie coming back into the lineup that as long as you've got that trio, Kyrie, Luka, and then the, it's wild just how quickly Derek Lively has become massively important to what they do. As long as you have that trio, they seem to win games with all whatever pieces are fit in around it. Okay. Let's get into a topic I've been dying to talk about, and I'm probably going to get in trouble for. Okay, I like this. This is the not J- the in trouble part, but just the topic. Well, this is the Jerry Krause story. Jerry Krause, for you youngins, Pepe, was the general manager of the Chicago Bulls for the six championships. Jerry Krause passed away. Michael Jordan, if you watched The Last Dance, and a lot of the other Chicago Bulls hated Jerry Krause's guts. Jerry Krause, even when they were winning titles, decided he was going to break up the dynasty. This is Phil Jackson's final year. He announced that before their season took place. It still is the most crazy thing ever. Like, hey, we've won six of the last eight championships. When when our roster's been together, we've never lost. I think it's time to start over. It's, yeah. It's wild. Yeah. Because if, if they didn't, like, Mike still had a couple years. Yeah, and Michael hated his guts. Mm-hmm. They would mock him, make weight jokes when he got on the bus. Phil Jack, it was the team against management. It, it was, was Jerry Reinsdorf, who's still the owner, and Jerry Krause against the team. But real, but nobody real like what a genius he was. Like he was a baseball scout. Yeah. That went over and became one of the best general managers. I mean, obviously he helped he had Michael. Right. And this past weekend was when the Chicago Bulls decided to do a ring of honor and bring in the legends from those teams, except Michael, Scotty, and Dennis did not show up. 
It sounded like Dennis tried to get there. It was weather-related. Didn't hear anything from Scotty, and Michael did a little video message. Weather was bad in North Korea. Couldn't get a flight out. <laughs> That's right. Oh. Well, they did introduce Jerry Krause, and receiving the honor for him was his widow, his wife, who eventually got put up on the big screen. Two-time NBA Executive of the Year, represented by his wife, Thelma, Basketball Hall of Famer and former Bulls general manager, Jerry Krause. Okay, so you can't hear it a ton with the music there, but he got booed. Heavily. 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 Well, she got booed, technically. Technically. On his behalf. She was there. there, She was there in his stead, so she got booed. (laughs) Yes. So, the next morning I wake up and... The entire sports world is disgusted and outraged by the actions of the Chicago Bulls fan base. And that includes Stacey King, former player, color commentator, coming back in the third quarter from this game, ripping what happened at halftime on the official team broadcast. I'm a little upset right now. Yep. Nationwide is on your side, Bulls Nation. Right, we just had a remarkable ceremony bringing back the legends, and I'm telling you what, you know, we're Chicago is a is a, a sports town, and what we witnessed today when Jerry Krause's name was called and the people that booed Jerry Krause and his widow, who was accepting this honor for him, it was the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. I hurt for that lady, brought her to tears, and whoever booed her in this arena should be ashamed of themselves. It was, that's not Chicago. That's New York, Philly. Chicago's not like that. We don't have a reputation of being that way. And whether you like Jerry Krause or not, that man brought six championships here. He didn't shoot a basket, nor did he get a rebound, but he he put a six he put six titles up in this ring. There's a lot of teams doing that one. And that was really classless. And I'm, I was disappointed in the people that moved. It was a sad thing. Okay. Go ahead, Sean. <laughs> I was waiting to see if y'all would jump in. So, 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 I, I know the I know the easy thing to do is to call all the Bulls fans classless, but mm-hmm. I I try to think of things from a PR standpoint, right? Let's let's have this Chicago Bulls meeting before this game. All right, here's what we're gonna do: we're gonna have the intros, and Jerry Krause is gonna be a part of it. Is anyone in that room raising their hand and saying, "Do y'all think Jerry"? could get a bad reaction because if no one in that room anticipated that or thought that they should all be fired from their PR jobs. Oh no. All, 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 I mean, all of them. It's and that's an easy opinion to have. If you didn't think there was a possibility of Jerry Krause getting booed on that video board, you're an idiot. Now, do you change things up because of that? If I told you that, what is the statute of limitations on booing a dead person? Uh, the moment they die. The moment they die, you can't boo. I would think so. Okay. I don't know. Like, Ooh. it depends. Like, is the, is the widow I'm, there? I'm booing Hitler. Like, I mean, you, okay. you, can, you right. can boo. Okay. You can boo let's, let's go on the other okay. side of the, the normal spectrum okay. here. All right. But yeah. fair. I like what you did. <laughs> okay. Let's, let's, let, 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 we're in the, we're in the Bulls meeting. Room. Yeah. Is, is Jerry, is, let's, is Jerry Krause hated in the city by a lot of people? Yes. Is I, the, again, I, I have no idea that was. 25 years ago. Okay. How many people were in that building or were even, I mean, like, seriously, like, like, it's a younger crowd. Sports fans are, are NBA yeah, crowds are younger. I think, I think it's an easy call to say Jerry, Jerry Krause is disliked 
by hardcore Bulls fans. And those that know him for sure. See, it's a young crowd. It was a young crowd way into the future, and Kiki Vandaway still used to get booed, like for his bailing yeah, from the Mavericks fair, thirty fair. years later. Okay, here's my follow up. If if Thelma Krause wasn't there, first off, does the is the booing more okay if if she's not there? Because my defense for the Bulls fans, if you think it's 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 more acceptable if she's not there, is did they know that Thelma Krause was there and she was going to – did they know who Thelma Krause is and that she was going to receive the award for Jerry? I mean, they, they probably didn't know that she was going to be there. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's like – It's like – so in Baltimore, for me, it's Robert Ursay. Robert Ursay is a hated, despised figure. Art Modell for Cleveland. Um, someone said this could be a Jerry Jones parallel. Like, when Jerry Jones passes away and he's shown on a video board at the AAC for a Mavs game, will there be boos? Can there be boos? Or can you just not boo? You just can't – you can't even – you can't sports boo someone who passed away. There's an ungratefulness aspect to this. Like, you freaking Bulls fans have no sports right to dislike Jerry Krause. Yes, he broke up the dynasty, but he's still a large reason why you have six championships and booing him – is disgusting. So those are all my different angles and questions for it. Yeah, I I, th- I would think like if I was in obviously the- OJ can be booed. Sure, that's a sport. Or boo. taking a picture with. Yeah. Um, my assumption going into this, if I was in Bulls PR, is that he would not have been booed because he's dead. Okay. Uh, like I, I would just assume that like, I, and I would have if just, he was still uh, alive. Yeah, you would boo him. And I would have disagreed in the room. I would have said, guys, there's a heavy girls people there's a heavy chance here there's a there's a really decent chance that he's going to get booed what do if that's the case what do we do that had to be talked about well then you had to be talked about in that meeting then you don't show the widow on tv on 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 the jumbo truck yeah you know, you wait. Just show his face. You just show his face. Then you wait. Because she broke down in this video. It of was, course she did. It was heartbreaking to see. It was very yeah. tough to see. It, it was. It was. It was. It was disgraceful to see her reaction. Like the that that they made they made her do that. Like, um, because like if you're booing, if he's still alive, you're actually booing something tangible. The moment he died, you're just booing. He's not, he's not there to hear it. Usually, you boo somebody so they hear it. Right? That's why you're booing. You let them know your true feelings. He has he's not around anymore to know your true feelings. So what the hell are you booing him for? It doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know. When you, when they throw up a a score at, at AT&T Stadium right. like showing the Eagles game, the Eagles aren't there here and people will still boo as yeah. it's like up there. And so I mean, look, yeah, I would have suspected he was going to get booed. Probably should not have put the widow up there on the screen. Now, if that's something she really wanted to be a part of and involved in, Bulls fans need to quickly recognize what's going. If you have enough awareness to hear them announcing it, have enough awareness to see there's a crying woman up on the screen and just stop. Yeah, that's what that's what I would think. That's what I would say. I wouldn't have booed. I'd like to think I wouldn't have booed if I was that. Now I would not a diehard you know Chicago sports fan who saw the taking apart of the dynasty. I was just wondering, like, if she wasn't there, does it change it? Can you just not boo? Is it unacceptable because he passed away? Um, all these different things over the Jerry Krause scandal. Truck. And by the way, real quick, Steve Kerr. Oh yeah, played on those teams. Was there coaching against the Bulls for Golden State? He wasn't happy. It's absolutely shameful. Um, I cannot believe. Uh, I'm devastated for Thelma and for uh, the Krause family. I, I, what what can we possibly be 
thinking. Um, I cannot believe um, that the fans, and you, you have to understand, when you hear boos, it's not all of them, right? So the fans who booed, um, they know who they are, and that's, um, to me, it's, it's absolutely shameful, and I, I'm, I'm devastated by that um, because it's just what, what are we doing? You know, whether, whether you, you know, people liked Jerry or not, whether they disagreed with uh, the decision to, you know, to move on from the, whatever the, I mean, like, we're here to celebrate um, that team. Jerry did an amazing job building that team. Um, tonight was, and last night was all about the joy and the, uh, the love that that team shared with the city. And I'm so disappointed in the fans. And I want to be specific because there were lots of fans, I'm sure, who did not boo. But those who booed, um, they should be ashamed. Uh, Trucker to come text line, uh, boo forever, she'll be fine. I'm booing ghosts. Uh, when Roger Goodell dies, they're going to boo him. Mm. She signed up for this. Uh, don't boo, just this. don't say a word. Be yeah. quiet, silence. I'm booing uh, the Queen of England. Oh, no. Liz. I don't, who, who gets booed like that here? Because I don't think it is Jerry. I don't think Jerry gets booed like that. Uh, when they pass away? Uh, just in general. Like, if there's any sort of, like, hey, they're getting inducted or they're recognizing them long after they've been gone. I, like, if they were to recognize somebody right now, I don't think they're, I can't think Tom of anybody Hicks. off the top of my head. Hicks, Hicks, that's a good one. Tom John Hicks would Hart. probably get ripped. A-Rod? I don't think people remember John Hart. A-Rod, yeah. I, but I, Hicks is probably more than Hicks. A-Rod. People Dan hate Quinn. him. <laughs> All right, we have, Bobby has narrowed down the list of actual candidates. The, the, the only names you need to know that could actually replace Mike McCarthy next, and we'll explain why Jerry Jones is not talking to us right now. And below the belt, right here on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
The great Bobby Belt. You ruined the morning show. Don't make me take off my belt. Don't make me no, take no, off my belt. We're not. The only potential coaching candidates who matter. Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. But if you believe that the Dallas Cowboys, should they move on from Mike McCarthy, and you're trying to figure out which coaches could we be talking about here? Could we look at Bobby Slowick? Could we get Ben Johnson? Could we get one of these people? Well, Todd Archer told us last hour, and I think the prevailing thought is that the Cowboys are not going to hire a first-time head coach if they go on this search. That's not going to happen. You know, I think that's a very, very smart thing to do. Very smart. You know, I was, the the uh, you know the the, the Andy Reid was a first time head coach at one point and and you know Kyle Shanahan and Sean McVay and you know Mike McDaniel you wouldn't want any of those guys coaching. I know coaching. I know you're being very sarcastic. I don't think it's the most misguided thought process in the world. If you got a team that's close and you feel like you're kind of teetering and you feel like you just need somebody to push it over the edge, I understand that you wouldn't want to potentially introduce a guy that do I know that he can even lead a locker room. That, I do understand that if you feel like you're that close, you may not want to take a shot with somebody who's never done it. I at least understand that thought process. Sean, where would you fall down on the idea of, is previous head coaching experience a prerequisite for you, whoever the next head coach for the Cowboys is? Yes. Has to be? Does it have to be somebody who's won before? Or at least made a Super Bowl? Do you feel like it's have to be somebody who's gotten there? Um, I don't know. Give me some names. I'd be down for Belichick. I'd be down for Harbaugh. You'd have to uh, the guy who's totally being forgotten. I thought he was a Hall of Famer, and we know he has the energy level. Pete Carroll, no one. Pete, even in his interview yeah. where he destroyed Seattle ownership, said, "Yeah, I'm not holding my breath for another job." By the way, Jerry Jones is not on right now because you are not going to hear from Jerry and Stephen the rest of this football season. Their radio obligations expire when the season ends. Yes, they have come on in past years after their last loss, but they're not doing it this year. And the Cowboys told us that a couple of weeks ago. They would not be coming on after their final loss. They have done it in the past, not doing it this year. That's the reason Jerry is not on right now. But yes, experience to me is a prerequisite. So there are 14 head coaches. For this situation. There are 14 candidates who have coached, had a head coaching job, in the last decade, so you don't want to go back 20 years, but who have had a job in the last decade and who do not currently have a head coaching job in the NFL. There are 14 of those who have also been to a Super Bowl. Oh. And so the list of those guys right now, okay. again, if you, if you and it's seven guys with offensive backgrounds, seven guys with defensive backgrounds. So I'm going to run down the list of names just really quickly without really stopping them. The defensive guys are Lovey Smith, All right. Dan Quinn, John Fox, Jeff Fisher, Bill Belichick, Pete Carroll, Ron Rivera. The the offensive guys are John Gruden, Bruce Arians, Jim Caldwell, Gary Kubiak, Tom Coughlin, Ken Wisenhunt, and Jim Harbaugh. Now, if you're only going to take guys who actively appear like they're coaching right now, so you're not taking somebody who's been on the beach for forever, somebody who's either college or got some sort of an NFL coaching gig right now, it narrows even further. Those guys, the only guys left who have coached in the last decade at the NFL level, currently have a job either at college or pro level doing anything that relates to coaching and have been to a Super Bowl. It's only Dan Quinn, John Fox, Bill Belichick, Pete Carroll, Ron Rivera, Ken Wisenhunt, and Jim Harbaugh. That's it. Those are the only names that you can come up with. Out of those, I would assume nobody wants Ken Wisenhunt, who is the special teams coordinator at Alabama right now and is 62 years old, 
kind of far away from the NFL. Ron Rivera's not getting another job. Hell no. That's no. not happening. Hell no. John Fox is currently just, he's a defensive assistant no, or a defensive no, analyst. No. At, look, I will say this. They had a good relationship. The Joneses had a good relationship with John Fox. And he's done it. He's done it at two different stops. He's gotten them to Super Bowls. Let's be fair. Uh, Manning got them to a Super Bowl in Denver. Mm-hmm. And so did Jake DeLome in Carolina. Yeah. Well, uh, De- I don't think DeLome got them there. DeLome was the great Jake. Okay. He, he was amazing that year. Uh, there was so there was there's so many horror stories coming out of Denver about him, out on John Fox. But you know I, I'm in on all these guys because, you know a sixth coach is surely going to be the one that makes the difference with Dak. Oh my! It's the so. sixth coach, guys, and maybe maybe get him another wide receiver too, and it's another another offensive lineman. Oh my! It's the sixth. <laughs> this is the one. Taking my silver spoon angle. This, this I like is the it. one. I, this is surely the one. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. You can only have one back. Money's not an option. Salaries, whatever. You you could have McCarthy or Dak back next year. Well, I mean, Dak is the one that's gonna gonna get them twelve wins, not Mike. But I mean, what what are we what are we trying for here? We trying for a Super Bowl. If we're trying for a Super Bowl, then you don't bring Dak. If you're trying for a Super Bowl, you do bring Mike back. Now you have, but your philosophy, your your philosophy, and I have agreed with much of it. Your, I've come come to agree with much of it. Your philosophy is, twelve wins, you got your job done, you got us in the tournament. We roll the dice. The tournament is a roll of the dice. It is. So how does that not apply here? It it, it applies. Uh, it it applies. Um, but we're also like. We're, I mean, look. There's, 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 a, there's an obvious ceiling. There, there's an obvious ceiling. I like that. But there's an obvious ceiling there, and 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 I could totally ride with them for the next five, six years. Uh, you know, and, and continue down the same path. I absolutely could. Um, but like, you ask yourself, would Kyle Shanahan keep him with the way things are? Now, would Kyle Shanahan make him better? Sure. Let's say Kyle Shanahan's been here for years. Well, I mean, what 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 would Kyle Shanahan do if he moved on from him? Who's his backup plan? Trey Lance, the guy that he right. he couldn't make work and move. No, on no, from. no. The, the, the backup plan would be go to the draft. Yeah, but let's just say like Kyle's been here for the same amount of time, and this is where they've gone. Would he move on from Dak? Would Sean McVay have moved on from Dak? Would um, Andy Reid? Andy Reid. This is the, what what is different about this with Alex Smith? What is different about this than Jared Goff? What is different about this than Jimmy Garoppolo? Now, you know, Dak's better than Garoppolo. He's better than all of them. He's not better than Goff. Nothing about Dak's career has shown that he's better than Goff. Well, he's going to finish this. He had a better season than Goff this year. Uh, I so, mean, everything. Like, I mean, when when you talk about your DVOA per play efficiency I mean, and everything else, Goff's like, been pretty like, good at DVOA. I, I know, but if you look at all that, then when you say nothing about Dak has been better, that Dak has been better consistently throughout his career. I mean, some of us would disagree. Uh, I mean, that's I mean, that's I, just I, your data, Chop. That's okay. not it. That's I mean, not that you can disagree. I'm just saying those numbers you can't. As good or better teams. Uh, than, than Jared his entire career, and Jared's made it further consistently. Rams team is pretty low. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. Has, has, is is this Dak MVP result going to be the highest that either of them have finished? I don't know. I have no idea. I have to go back and Probably. Play. I don't I don't think Goff ever don't finished so. in the top three. So, I, and I mean, Dak will finish in the top. I think I bottom is third. Would, yeah. I think at, at worst he's third. Um, well, I mean, I guess unless Purdy's at it, he could be fourth because Josh could be ahead. Now, we'll keep we'll keep the Dak thing separate. So, But it, it does, when you look at that, when you see clearly how so few names are left. Because if you're not going to consider John Fox, and I would guess you're not going to consider Ken Wisenhunt, no. literally the only names left that check all those boxes are Harbaugh, Carroll, Belichick, and Dan Quinn. 
So should you be so quick to dismiss what when we've talked about? Because I feel like we've all kind of gotten the sense and maybe all feel like, well, you can't give Dan Quinn the job at this point after that. And and he was part of overseeing a defense that didn't look ready to play, kind of looked like they quit, didn't know what they were doing. But should you be so quick to walk away from him when your resume standards may be so narrow and he's one of the few that can do it and he's shown that he's respected here? They have to figure out a way to quietly talk to the others. They have to they have to talk to Bill. They have to talk to Jim. They got to do it quietly to not undercut Mike. It'll probably get found out. But you got to do your due diligence and you got to figure out if it would be a fit. What would happen control-wise, personnel-wise? Who could work with who? Who would be pissed off in Frisco? You you got you got to figure that out to see if it would click. Um, now, I have I have to speak with them. I have to. One of the things that I think is really interesting, though, if you look at because there's a sense I think from a lot of people that the only thing that's really showing to be sustained success over the last decade or so are these coaches that are coming off of the McVeigh Shanahan type of coaching tree like people who break off from there have had success like pretty consistent success tons of success against Dan Quinn as you referenced earlier Dan Quinn has not been able to stop these former coaches that he coached with Mike McDaniel Matt LaFleur Kyle Shanahan those guys have absolutely run him and made it difficult and who are those next guys on the up and up so that's the thing if you want to again if we're talking about let's say the the Super Bowl experience is not what you're looking for but you do want there's a couple options for you if you want previous head coaching experience who also have worked in the Shanahan or McVay tree, and they are decent names. Raheem Morris, who's currently the defensive coordinator for the Los Angeles Rams and is really well thought of as a defensive coach and has previously been a head coach at a stop. That would be one. And, and Raheem Morris actually has position or experience coaching on the offensive and defensive side of the ball. He's done both. Uh, Anthony Lynn, who Jerry is familiar with. Jerry, he actually coached here in Dallas in the mid-2000s under Parcells. Yep, he was a Chargers head coach. He was also on Parcells' staff. Jerry was really good to him after he got in an accident um, while he was here on the coaching staff. Anthony Lynn has always talked about how much he appreciated that. Lynn has coached recently. He has been in San Francisco this year coaching the running game with the 49ers under Shanahan. And then this is the one that I think is really interesting. Steve Wilkes who is now the defensive coordinator in San Francisco. He got screwed in Arizona. He got screwed in Arizona. And then last year, you remember, he had to step in and finish out the season for Carolina. And he he got them to go 500 the rest of the way. And there was a strong push from people that, hey, Steve should be given the job here in Carolina. But from what you hear, Tepper wanted an offensive coach. And so because he wanted an offensive coach, Steve Wilkes didn't get the opportunity. He goes to San Francisco to become the defensive coordinator. But that is a guy who is highly respected by players, has been an NFL head coach, has shown – some success that he wasn't really given an opportunity to sustain, but has shown some, you know, minimal success in his short window and has coached under this Shanahan tree. It's on the defensive side, but hey, we've seen the D'Amico Ryans thing is working out pretty well right now. Bobby Slowick, who is having success as the offensive coordinator, he started as a defensive coach kind of in that Shanahan system. And so that still has extended and and been able to work out. So if you wanted somebody who just hadn't made a Super Bowl but has previous experience and comes from that tree, you could look at Raheem Morris, Anthony Lynn, Steve Wilkes. Those are all names that could make sense. 877-881-1053, truckwreck.com, text line. Let us know. By the way, the breaking news this morning, Jason Kelsey is retiring finally from the Philadelphia Eagles. Who are on He has the- to wear the gesture outfit to Hall of Fame. That's right. Who on the fan text has been the name popping up the most if there's going to be a McCarthy replacement? Belichick. Belichick's the yeah. one that we see most consistently. Really? I mean, there's some people throwing Vrabel. You'll still get the Lincoln Riley name every now and then, which, I mean, they are 
Oh my god. That Stephen Jones really loves Lincoln Riley. But Jerry um, won't do he won't go to college. I don't I don't think he would. Um but yeah, we see a lot of hardball. Those just kind of the names that we've kicked around. I, I still have not seen I don't I have not really seen anybody say Quinn at this point. Everybody's kind of jumped off that. The Dolphins should not extend to it. The Chiefs have found a number one. The Browns defense was overrated. RJ has NFL wild card weekend. Overreactions or not. Final hour Tolo Tuesday, right after this. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. Oh, 